Welcome back to another great episode of Dan on Top. I'm your host, Dan Lukowitz. Today we have with us Stephen Passavento, the managing partner of Von Fitch Capital. Stephen, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing amazing. How are you doing today? Doing great. Really appreciate you taking the time out for our viewers to provide some value on this episode. So thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Excited to be here. Excited to be able to dive in. Love what you're doing. Thank you so much. Well, we've got a lot of cover, but before we get into the what of what you do, I want to know about the who. So tell our viewers, who is Stephen Pasavento? Well, Stephen Pasavento is the founder of Von Finch Capital and the Investor Mindset Podcast. And, you know, when I was a kid, I can remember back, you know, I wanted to be one of two things. I either wanted to be a chef like Emeril Lagasse or I wanted to renovate houses like Bob Vila. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, all that HGTV paid off because finally I started going down that path. And real estate has been incredible. This has made so many huge changes in my life. And uh, there's a lot to it. Definitely, it's been a long journey, but I'm happy to get into it right here. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to hear about it. Uh, from what I understand, your journey included going from zero to over 200 flips in less than three years. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I had the same feeling that many people do when they want to change anything in their life, when they want to go down that path. You know, maybe you're in your career right now and you're thinking, I want to go that entrepreneurship route. I want to get into real estate. I want to make some kind of change happen. Well, there's these set of beliefs, these limiting beliefs that end up holding us back. And I had those. I had first really had that first connection to real estate, saw that vision when I read Rich Dad Poor Dad 17. But it was 10 years later before I had actually finally taken an action to get into that first property. And for me, the big thing was that I finally got to this place of massive clarity. And when I was super clear, I was able to make that decision and go all in. And that first year is scaled from zero to 75 houses and then to over 200 flips Wow. in uh, two and a half years. And so we've since uh, evolved our business. We focus on large commercial multifamily by large 200 plus unit apartment buildings across the country. You know, we partner with our limited partners, uh, our capital partners on those deals. And uh, it's been a great transition. But the, the point being, all of these steps all started with a decision and it all came down to getting my mindset in the right place. And so this whole path towards personal development is what allowed me be able to leave management consulting, a place where I'm making great income, making an impact to something that really does fulfill while being able to serve the people that I really enjoy working with. Yeah, that's incredible. And, you know, I, I couldn't agree more. I personally believe that, you know, internal reality creates external reality. And it sounds like you had that wonderful aha moment and really, you know, motivated you along your path. And, you know, I have a similar background as well, working for, you know, Amazon, large Fortune 500 company. And then, you know, being that single family, uh, you know, home uh, renovator and, and investor, I look at single family residential as like a gateway drug into commercial real estate. Yeah. So always nice to yeah. be able to commiserate with somebody else who has a similar background. Well, it is a gateway and because there's a, a low barrier to entry, it's easy for someone to get started. And so, you know, I talk to a lot of people who hear about multifamily, who hear about commercial real estate and they think, well, no, nah, it's not possible for me. I can't actually go and do that. I have to go the single family route. And I'm grateful for the lessons I learned and I scaled a business and, you know, made millions of dollars per year in revenue and really created a phenomenal business. But it was when we entered the commercial real estate space that we could really start seeing the whole reason that I got into real estate in the first place, that passive income, the ability to see sure. cash flow coming in consistently. But 
a lot of people don't believe they can actually go and just get started in that space. And I just think that's totally off. It's once you get your mindset in the right place, you go and find the right mentors and other leaders to learn from, you really do anything. Yep, you're 100% right. So were there any lessons that you learned working for you know Fortune 500 companies that help you with uh, real estate investing today? Yeah, I mean, when you see how a multi-million or billion-dollar company runs and how they they manage projects and and bring on different team members and consultants to be able to just figure out how can they solve this problem, it's such a big lesson because what I learned really early on is the power of partnering and working with experts. For example, when I was working at a healthcare client, they had brought in a, a set of consultants from another large firm. They actually brought in three different firms, all to have input on solving the exact same problem. Now, did they spend tons of money doing that? Absolutely. But what they did was they got insight. And and for me, what I've what I've learned from that, and what I've been bringing into every single thing that I've gone moving forward, is always looking for that expert, somebody who's already been down that path, somebody who has been in the year in, in the business for ten plus years, and really understands this is how this works and they can help us fast track and it's part of the reason why we've been able to scale so quickly in single family and then of course into multifamily is because by working with experts by going and finding great mentors great team members you can really start to scale at a much better level and so when if if you're thinking about things like from a small business perspective you think about it as a cost but if you're thinking from a big business level you see that as a necessary investment into being able to create the business that you know you need to create and also to think about the shareholders on the back end. All of those things really come together and it's definitely something you'll learn as a consultant. There's no question the power, the profound power of leveraging the expertise of experts. So, you know, you've mentioned before these five universal success principles. I'd love for you to share what they are and how you apply them to what you do. Yeah, so there is multiple, multiple principles uh, of success that over over the time of interviewing hundreds of phenomenal investors and entrepreneurs on my show, the Investor Mindset Podcast, which if you like what we're talking about here, I definitely encourage you to check that out. But one of those first success principles, the ones that absolutely have made a huge difference, it goes back to that piece of clarity. That first is that they get super clear on what they want. These successful people, they understand the idea that I first must understand what I'm going after before I can expect to have any kind of success along the way. The second success principle is another simple one, and it's why am I going after that? What is the purpose of me uh, achieving or experiencing this specific thing that I'm, I'm, I'm targeting? Because when you understand the why, you end up really, truly being able to create the power, the fuel that ends up putting you so much further, so much faster. And let me just be clear. These seem like very simple concepts, but I guarantee that most of the people listening are not doing them all the time because I'm somebody who focuses a a significant amount of effort and energy on this. But in any given minute of any given day, if we're not working from a place of understanding exactly what we're looking to accomplish and why that's important to us, we're working in a situation where we're not as effective or efficient. And the most successful people, they spend every minute of every day with intention so they can accomplish the things that are most important to them. 
Awesome. I love those. I think it's great that you, you hold that close to you and focus on, on, on living those principles uh, you know, on a day-to-day basis. So talk to us a little bit about your platform and you know, how you build trust at scale with authenticity. Yeah, well, there's a few more success principles, but I'll let your listeners go and grab a copy of the five success principles. You guys can download that directly at our website. It's a phenomenal resource. We walk through each of those principles, exactly how you can start applying them in your own life and business. You can grab that at the investormindset.com slash principles, totally free. You can just download that right there, the investormindset.com slash principles. But when it comes to building a platform with authenticity, it comes towards the same, uh, it's the same concept of really just showing up exactly who you are at all times and being willing to accept yourself so that other people can accept exactly who you are. And when you show up authentically in interviews, in connection, uh, when you're on the phone, when you're on social media and all of these different places, what it does, it gives people an opportunity to really get to know who you are. And what that ends up doing and what it's been able to do for our business is it attracts the right kind of people. You know, after flipping over 200 houses, we made the transition into multifamily. But part of that reason we made that transition was we recognized that the client that we're working with today is not the client we wanted to work with for the next 20 years. That the business that we had built was not the business that that we wanted to be running for the next 20 years. And a big piece of that is we wanted to be working with and serving growth-minded, successful individuals, people who are just like me and you, who've already created massive amounts of income and want to be able to invest that in a way that's going to be able to make a huge impact. So for me, by being authentic, by being 100% myself in every situation that I can, whether it's a five-minute phone call or an hour-long meeting or a whole weekend spending with somebody at a mastermind or connecting at one of our events, all of these are an opportunity to attract the right kind of people. And we can sometimes end up falling into this place where you want to show up as someone else, to be accepted by someone else, to be good enough to, for someone else. But when we end up changing who we are for other people or in order to be accepted, we're being inauthentic. And that trust, that lack of trust within ourselves ends up coming through towards all of the, the, the people around us. And it ends up really hurting that connection and the growth of your business. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I think that the value of showing up authentically is huge. And, and at the end of the day, it just feels better, doesn't it? It absolutely feels better. It feels feels so much better. But it's one of those things that I learned from one of my mentors early on because you know, I'm somebody who, you know, I, I grew up, I lived in seven different places before I was 13. We dealt with a lot of change and I really had adapted it in a way towards that environment. When you move to a new place, when you're around new people, you can start to understand, well, how can you shift and adapt and kind of be a chameleon? But what you end up losing uh, in those kind of situations is you lose who you really are. And one of my early mentors, one of my coaches, really instilled this idea that once we can fully be in acceptance with who we are, we can really be able to uh, make the biggest impact in the world. And one of the things that we, we've talked a little bit about here, but I don't know if we've given it good definition, is this idea of mindset. And what I'm talking about right there, that's a set of thoughts and beliefs. And mindset is simply just the thoughts and beliefs that end up leading to the actions that we take and therefore the outcomes we experience in our life. So the reason why the investor mindset is so important is because when we can understand how we can look at other successful people, how they think, what they believe, and we can shift those in our own ways of thinking, 
We can change the actions that we take and therefore the way we experience life. And so just by changing the way that you're showing up, by changing the way that you think about who you are, by changing the way that you're getting clear in what you're doing, all of those things are going to directly impact what outcomes you're experiencing. And if that's in business, that's going to be the income that you're making. If that's in investing, that's going to be your ability to go get deals. Or if that's in the relationships at home, that's going to end up directly having a huge impact. Yeah, no question. I think that oftentimes we get caught up in in the 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 tangible, you know, inputs that we're working with in business. But really, it all start it starts and ends with the internal reality and and the way that we view the world, the way that we view ourselves, and the way that we view other people. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree. So, tell us a little bit on a, on a different topic uh, about, in your opinion, what is the best way to scale a business remotely? Yeah. So. When it comes to scaling your business, you, it goes back to those five success principles we talked about, right? We talked about the first two, knowing what you want, knowing why you want it. Third is being ultra-focused. And when you can be ultra-focused and you're building it for a very specific reason, then you can start attracting the right people. Whenever mm -hmm. you're working remotely, it's incredibly important that you're over-communicating what is expected of your team members, of your vendors, of your partners, at every step during the process. Now, if you're clear on exactly what you want and why you want it, if you're clear on who you are and how you're showing up and what your values are, you're going to start attracting people and making decisions to bring in team members that are going to be able to scale with you. Because one of the things that's different about scaling a business in person versus uh, being 100% remote is that there is a lot of trust that happens and a lot of uh, the work that's being done is based on a set of expectations that you're making up front. You're not seeing someone every day in the office. You're not building that relationship around the water cooler. You have to be very, very intentional. And so when we can be intentional about what we're building, and then we can go through the process of bringing in the right people and managing them in the right way, we can really start seeing some huge results. And you know, the 200 plus flips that I experienced was 100% remote was living in California wow. and then in Denver, flipping houses in Raleigh, North Carolina and Minneapolis, Minnesota. And these are no $50,000 houses. These are two hundred fifty dollars to $400,000 homes in beautiful neighborhoods. And the big key here was that we went out and we built a phenomenal team. Those people knew exactly what was expected of them. They had specific KPIs to work from. And then through, uh, through checking in with them and having these systems and procedures to be able to check the work and verify and be able to provide feedback, we're able to see that scale happen consistently. And it's exactly what anybody would want to do in any business that they're in if they're going to be working on a remote level. So you mentioned the importance of building a good team. What would you say are the most important aspects of, of that, that team creation that you look for? Yeah, so I think one of the, the, the key pieces for us is it really comes down to a shared set of values. Mm -hmm. People talk a lot about it, but I don't know that everyone's really living it to their full potential. And it's because sometimes it's pretty hard. It's yeah. hard to find people who have those aligned values and also have the second most important thing. They already have these skills established in that area. Now, I'm a big believer in hiring people and being able to train them, be able to bring them up with you and be able to take people who are, you know, newer, but have the right attitude, have the right interest and be able to really turn them into that power player on your team. But when you're a young company, when you're small and you're scrappy, you need to not you need to be hiring people that already know what they 
you need to do. They need to already have an experienced track record of execution so that they can come in into your company with those right set of values, with the right set of expectations, and then actually go and execute because they already know how to do that job. It ends up reducing that execution risk dramatically. And when you're a small company, you can't afford to have mistakes happening over and over. So for us, bringing on people, that's absolutely incredibly important. We go through a very uh, deep uh, due diligence process with all of our partners. But when it comes to internal team members, what I find is that uh, when I'm doing an interview process, it's actually very similar to, you know, maybe a podcast interview. It, it, it comes down to really getting to know who that person is on a deep level. And I love this question in particular. You hear it on the investor mindset, but it really came from interviewing hundreds of people for sales positions at our company. And it, and it starts like this. It starts with, why don't we start out by taking a look back at earlier in your life, what events or influences from your childhood shaped you are today? And when we can get to personal and personality-based questioning, when we can get to something that's going to bring somebody first, it's going to shock them because they're not expecting to hear a question like that. But it's going to end up giving them an opportunity to see how open are they willing to be with you? Where are they willing to go? What experiences in their life have made an impact? Uh, all of those things uh, are uh, end up really being, it looks like uh, we got to the end of our time here. Yeah, well, listen, you've shared some really interesting and incredibly valuable information. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to join us and provide value to our viewers. So, Stephen Pasavento, Managing Partner at Von Finch Capital, thank you so much for joining us. Wonderful to be here. Thanks, you guys. I'm Dan Lukowitz. This has been another incredibly interesting episode of Dan on Top. Look forward to seeing you soon.